I want you to look with me, if you will, in our text tonight. I'd like to preach on this thought in Genesis 27, verse 1 through 29. I want to preach on this thought, access to the Father. Look with me, if you will, in Romans in chapter number 5. Look with me in the New Testament. I love this place. In Romans 5, verse 25. Romans 4, verse 25. Who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Now, chapter 5 of Romans, verse 1. Therefore, because he died for us, because he is buried for us, Hey, cause he is raised for us. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access, woo, by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. I'm standing in grace tonight. I have access to the Father tonight. I want you to look with me, if you will, at chapter 27. Now the Bible says, Jesus says, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. You'll remember in the scripture, Jesus said, thank God the scriptures are where you think you have eternal life, and yet they are the things, the scriptures is what points you to me. All through the Bible, in this very story, all through the text, all through uh, the Word of God, Jesus said in the volume of the book, it is written to me. Every Old Testament truth, amen, is a picture of a New Testament truth. Notice the Bible says, amen, access to the Father. Now think about it for just a moment. While we look in Genesis and chapter number 27, I believe God is demonstrating uh, to the children of God and to those who are looking for the Lord on every page. Uh, He is showing the ruin of man and yet the redemption that is by blood. I think He is showing and demonstrating to us that a man named Jacob who was known to be a supplanter. In fact, all three stages of Jacob's life he's known to be the same at the moment of conception when him and his brother was inside of his mother's womb Rebecca the Bible says they struggled and wrestled one with another hey Jacob was a struggling his nature was evident I believe this chapter shows us God's infinite grace and man's definite ruin. It shows us that Jacob, before his birth, he was struggling with his brother. But then, when he is born, the Bible says, at the birth, amen, while he's uh, being born, uh, by the help of the nursemaid, the Bible said when Esau, hey, hey amen, gets born, that Jacob latches on. What about that? That's a baby coming out of the womb and latches on to the heel of Esau. It's as if Jacob is showing the world that I'm just like most men. I'm going to scheme my way to the top. I'm going to try my best how to make my own way. And so Jacob 
is known as somebody who is a wrestler. His name means supplanter. And after his birth, he's constantly scheming. In our text tonight, we see his mama trying to make plain and let Jacob get the blessing when God had already said that he was going, amen, to be the leader and that Esau was going to be the servant. Remember, he said, in your nation, in your belly are two nations, and the elder is going to serve the younger. Can I tell you today, if God said it, he don't need your scheming, he don't need my scheming. We get ourselves in a mess trying to make things happen, think we can help God, and we just get ourselves in a definite mess. Ha hallelujah. He's showing us God's faithful love, his infinite grace. I think we can watch here. You know what? It's an amazing thing to me that God identifies himself not just as the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac, but he identifies himself as the God of Jacob. Great. You know why that helps me? Because I find myself in the same kind of shape that Jacob was. And I, hey, and I know he's my God just as much as he's Abraham. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm talking about tonight. We see in this chapter God's love, his grace, and man's ruin. He is wrecked. He needs redeemed. And God's showing us in our very chapter what Jesus is going to do at Calvary. Everything in this Bible is either pointing to Calvary or pointing back to Calvary. I say glory to God. Look with me if you will. Number one, I want you to see he had access to the Father. Look in verse 8. Amen. He had access to the Father by the will of another's mind. By the will of of another's mind. Look what the Bible said in verse 8. Now therefore my son. Rebecca is talking to Jacob. Obey my voice. According to that. Which I command thee. Boy ain't you glad one day. When you didn't know nothing about God. Somebody. That had an intimate relationship. With the redeemer. Had an intimate relationship. With the father came where you was and said, don't do what you think, do what I command you. If you get to the Father, it'll be because the will of another's mind. Remember the Bible says, he came to his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Hey, are y'all with me today? Notice the Bible says, which were born not of the will of the flesh, not of the will of man. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, whose will was it? Well, James says, of his own will begot he us with the word of truth. By the will of another's mind, we have access to the Father tonight. Oh, I want to say, thank God, Christian, lift up your head. You've got access to the throne room tonight. I talked to somebody in Texas the other day. 
I said, great God in heaven, it's been a long time since I saw you, and you had not seen me in a long time neither. I won't see you for a while, but maybe I'll meet you this morning in the throne room. I'll be there, will you? Hey, hey, can I say we have access by the will of another's mind. I didn't come to cry. I didn't even come to church because of my own will. Y'all have heard me testify and mama came where I was, kept calling me, kept inviting me until finally because she wanted me to, I went on to church and that day I came to the altar. It wasn't of my own accord. You say, preacher, what are you talking about? If you're sitting here tonight and God put it in you to be saved and you have a desire to be saved, that's not of your own accord. Amen. God put it there. Bible said no man seeks after God. No man understands. But ain't you glad one day when you don't know where to seek, God comes to seek in you. And when you don't understand, God does understand. And when you can't know him, God already knows you. I'm glad it's by the will of another's mind. The Bible says, I like this, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 5, having predestinated us under the adoption of children, uh, then it goes on to say, according to the good pleasure of his will. I'm glad it was his will that none perish but all come to repentance. Hey, I, great God, you got a chance to get saved because God put it on you to get saved. If you got a desire to get saved, it's God that put it there. And he said, when you come, I'll in no wise cast you out. I say hallelujah by the will of another's mind. The Bible says not only by the will of another's mind, but look at verse 15. Look at verse 15. By the wearing of another's garment. <laughs> Woo! Did y'all see that? We got the gospel in chapter 27. We didn't get out of the first book, Brother Tony. He's all the way there. He's back there. <laughs> Woo! Great God in heaven. Look with me at verse 15. And Rebecca took goodly raiment of her eldest son Esau. <laughs> I said he took Jacob, had access to the father because he was wearing the raiment of Esau. Are y'all seeing that? Verse 15. And Rebekah took goodly raiment of her eldest son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them upon Jacob, her younger son. Can I say today, in Genesis chapter 3, and verse number 21, we see that an innocent animal died, and that Adam and Eve was clothed. When they first sinned, they tried to clothe themselves in uh, the works of their own aprons. Okay. And man tried to do it every day. Every time since then, all false religion is based on what man can produce or what man can do himself. The Bible says there's none that doeth good, no, not one. The Bible says none of us can please God with our own deeds and our own words. We're not saved. We're saved by grace through faith, not of your own self, not by works of your own flesh. No, we're not saved by works of our own.
own says, of our own self, but the Bible says that we have access to the Father by the will of another's mind and by the wearing of another's garment. I'm glad Jacob would only be accepted and blessed if he wore Esau's garments. I'm so glad today, hey, if you look over here in Revelations chapter number 19, the Bible says that the bride of Christ it's going to be arrayed in fine linen for the fine linen is the righteousness of Christ and the righteousness of the saints. I'm glad we're going to heaven and when God looks at me, he don't see shame. He sees the lamb because I'm in Christ. I'm not facing God wearing my own garments. Don't you remember, amen, in that story in Matthew when a man went in there without a wedding garment, you know who provided the wedding garments in that day? You could come to the wedding with rags on. Brother Chris, it didn't make no difference because when you got there, thank God the groom had already provided some special wedding garments and you could throw your rags and wear, hey, and thank God, I'm glad today we're going to glory. Thank God robed in the righteousness of our Redeemer being clothed in the Lamb of God. I say hallelujah by the wearing of another's garment. Not just the wearing of another's garment, the will of another's mind, but look with me in verse 16. She put the skins of the kids, of the goats, upon his hands and upon the smooth of his neck by the wearing of another garment. He wasn't just wearing Esau's garments. He was wearing that innocent lamb's garments. He was wearing them goats' garments. Somebody ought to be running about right there. Not only by the wearing of another's garment, but by the way of another's blood. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> She said, go out yonder and get them two goats. What's special about two goats? Two goats is what they used in Leviticus 16. It was one goat to lay their hands on and confess to sin, and then another goat that was going to be taken to the wilderness by hay. That one goat, rather, that one goat had his blood was shed and was brought in for redemption, yearly redemption, and that other goat, all our sin was placed upon him, and he was taken off and to another place. Can I say today, them two goats was a picture of what Jesus would do but what goats couldn't do and what bulls couldn't do our Lord having thank God by his own blood entered him once into the holy place having obtained eternal redemption for us can I say today on the authority of God's holy word they are, you're saved you're saved friend not by tradition not from vain conversation not cause you shook a preacher's hand or gave money in the offering plate. No, sir. But I tell you how you got saved by. This will help you in the dark night. You got saved undeservingly, unmerited, unearned. You got saved because you got washed in the blood. He loved us and washed us from our sin in his own blood. And what he make us white as snow. Hey, thank God from the shedding of another's blood. Y'all know the story. Exodus, take a lamb. 
Am I right? Not just any lamb. The lamb. Your lamb. But you got to have all the lamb. Okay. They got out of Egypt because of blood. You and I go to heaven because of the blood. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Would y'all agree with me tonight? What makes this accessible in the eyes of the Father? What gives us access is the will of another. I'm glad it's not willing that you perish neither sinner. He wants all to come repentance. I'm glad we've been born again. Not of our will, not of flesh will, hey, but of his will beget he us. Yes, by the will of another, by the garments of another. I'm clothed, not in my righteousness, all mine's filthy rags, but in his righteousness. But I'm washed in his blood. The death of another by the shedding of innocent blood. He paid my sin debt. He went to Calvary for your sin and mine. He who was guiltless became guilty so the guilty could become guiltless. Are y'all women and I? Then look at this. Not only that, look at verse 17. The way of another's death. The shedding of blood, <laughs> but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who was verily foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Amen. How is he manifest? Well, God, who cannot lie, in hope of eternal life. Thank you, Lord. Which God that cannot lie promised before the world began, but hath in due times manifested his word through preaching. Oh, ain't you glad? Woo! God supernaturally empowers a natural man uh, with supernatural power and takes this living word and speaks to a dead sinner's heart and lets them see that God has set forth his son to be the propitiation and, and thank God through faith and the blood of his son you can be made righteous he can declare you righteous he is just and the justifier head to all them that believe on him I'm telling you today he is the way and the truth and the life thank God for his blood being shed life giving blood precious blood holy blood precious blood not only the way of another's death the shedding of blood verse 17 the work of another's hand <laughs> that one that had an intimate relationship with the father y'all remember when Esther went in there last Wednesday you remember when she went in there to the king first time Y'all remember that? She didn't have no relationship established. <laughs> and so she said, I won't go in there with whatever the Holy Ghost says. I want to go in there with whatever that man has or an intimate relationship. Have them that keeps the virgins. Oh, yeah. I want that chamberlain. I want him to tell me. Boy, ain't you glad one day when you couldn't straighten up enough, the Holy Ghost gave you exactly what you needed for you could come to the presence of the king. And reached out to scepter in your direction. <laughs> hey, woo! Hey, thank God today. Hey, thank God for the work of another's hand. Notice what she said. The Bible says she gave him savory meat and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son. She said in verse 9, Go to the flock and fetch me from thence two good kids of the goats that I will make them savory meat for thy father. Such 
as he loveth. I know what he loves. <laughs> Woo! I know what he loves. <laughs> you just go out. <laughs> hey, ain't you glad one day the Holy Ghost fetched you? Jesus said, he did not say I'm finished. He said it is finished. I'm thankful we have access to the Father. Thank God through the finished work of another. He said it is finished. Thank God he sat down on the right hand of the Father having purged our sin. Hey, it's evident that Jesus had power over death when he raised Jairus' daughter as she got up eating and he went to the widow Nahan coming out there under the funeral position as she didn't have nobody but her boy and he touched the by ear or the coffin and raised him up from the dead, that young man, and took him to his mama. And then he went over yonder to Lazarus' grave where he'd been dead for four days. And everybody said he stinks now and ain't no hope for him. I, I, that's what some of us was, amen. Hey, and the Lord came where he was, woo, and raised him from the dead. But all them died. But ain't you glad? One blessed day. <laughs> Jesus did not just he was not just delivered for our sins and he wasn't just buried because of our sin oh but he was raised again for our justification you know what I'm saying thank God blessed be the Lord he took our sins as far as the east from the west that's Old Testament economy buried him in the depths of the sea Old Testament economy but over here on this side of the cross he ain't just covered them he done done away with them. I read one time about a man that uh, Andrew Jackson pardoned. And uh, he refused the pardon. And so they sent it to the Supreme Court. And they said, can a man refuse a pardon? And the Supreme Court decided that a man's pardon is only effectual toward him if he receives it. Good God. Woo! Thanks some people today. <laughs> Pardon's waiting on you. He's already made a way. He's already paid the debt. Heaven's court don't have double jeopardy. He's already paid it in full. Your sin was placed on him. He died in your place. He's your propitiation, your substitute, your sin bearer. <laughs> Thank God. But Jeremy... Bible said he finished it. And when he finished it, the Bible said he's buried. He gave up the ghost, took him down from the cross, and they buried him. And on the third day, he rose again. When Jesus raised from the dead, he didn't die. He said, I'm he that was alive and was dead. And behold, I have a, I'm alive forevermore. Now, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I didn't say snuggled up in Abraham's bosom. I said to be absent from the body. I didn't say be put in purgatory. I didn't say absent from the body is to sleep in the grave for a few thousand years. I didn't want to say it. I said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Who made that possible? Well, it wasn't your will. And you ain't going to heaven and have access to the Father and you don't have access in prayer by your own garments, but by his. 
<laughs> oh yeah, and it ain't what you can do, but it's the work that he's already completed and the blood that he's already shed and his will that moved in your direction before you ever had a desire to move in his direction. Oh, wonderful Savior, glory divine. Oh, what a Savior that surely is mine. I'm glad today, I'm glad, thank God, bless your name, Jesus. I'm glad the work is finished. Some people would have you to believe that when you got saved, God done part of it and you do the rest of it. Boy, uh, ain't no wonder they got to pop blue pills like candy. Ain't no wonder they, they eat blue pills like Tic Tacs. Amen. I'd be nervous too. I'd be tore up too. Hey, I struggle enough. I'm going to preach a message the Lord helped me one day on when Jesus visits your panic room. <laughs> Good God. Oh, woo! <laughs> woo! He'll show up, friend. Ain't none of y'all ever have that, do you? I deal with enough of that junk. God ain't gave me the spirit of fear. But I know who has. Shane. <laughs> I know who has. Old Shane has. Every other devil, every flesh, all the demons of hell, they like to get you in fear. Oh, yeah, because fear... And faith can't share. They don't share. When faith comes in, he knocks fear out the door. If you're full of fear, you're not full of faith. But if you get full of faith, you'll get less. (laughs) You'll get empty of fear. Because he ain't given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. Not the kind of fear that reverences God. Not the kind of fear that calls us to want to serve God. Not the kind of fear that stands at all at him. Oh, no. No, sir. We need that fear. But perfect love casteth out fear. I wish I'd do it without hurting, hurting Brother Jerry. Just picture this. Grabbing fear and throwing it out the door. That's what God does. I would give y'all an illustration, but Chris would be mad in. Chris went to the house one day and, and found the door open and stuff getting chunked out. You remember that, brother? Yeah, you remember that, brother Chris? That's what the Lord does when he comes in your house. He takes all fear. Get out from Get on out from here. Perfect love casteth out fear. Ladies and gentlemen, sons and daughters, and pilgrims on the way home, Senior citizens, the newlyweds, the generations to come. I count it a privilege to have been invited by our music director, Dr. Larry Madden, and this wonderful pianist, Miss Jeannie, and all of this choir. But the thing that really blesses me is that my singer is here to help me today. She does the singing, and I stand by and look deep. Sister Trantham is from the old Crowder family singers, the old Christian Harmony group from deep in the great Smokies, Murphy, North Carolina. Now she's going to sing and I'm going to stand by her. And uh, most of singers get buses, but we've threatened a wheelbar. That's about as far as we can go. So if you'll go ahead, honey, I'll stand by you and you take off and I'll... Once in a while, I may sing a word or a note. I'm a soldier bound for glory. I'm a soldier going home. 
man, hear me tell my story. Those who love the Savior come. I love Jesus. Cheers. 